Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Doing. It's something we're all about. Do things this holiday season because otherwise you're stuck inside with your family. So committing to a multi-month DIY project is a great way to avoid committing to them. Nothing beats the smell of paint fumes and wood shavings to keep your kids away from that room you've been renovating since back in March. The man cave isn't going to build itself. So it's time to turn up that toxic masculinity dial up to a thousand and drive your lifted Dodge Ram down here to Home Depot and pick out some nice hardwood or compare similar color swatches and pretend you see the difference between them. Build some shit during this pandemic. Build lots of shit. Or just come for the really nice smell that my mom always really complains about, but it's honestly super nice. Home Depot. Do things because that's what men do. Ladies and gentlemen, the short news podcast with your host, Alex Mador. Hello, hello, and Welcome back to another episode of the Short News Podcast, a show where an underqualified, annoying, irrelevant dude talks about things that are happening in the world as well as things that matter to himself and maybe, just maybe, will matter to you. The news has been, uh, news has been weird. We've been avoiding it for weeks now, it feels like, I think, uh, since Biden won and there's just been a roller coaster ride of lawsuits and thrown out cases and endless denials of the truth, but we're, we're getting down to the end here. It's almost January, so we don't have to deal with you-know-who for much longer. I try not to talk about him a lot because that's when the conservatives start writing in all angry about what I'm saying, but hey, I'm allowed to have my opinion, and so are you, so here it goes. Trump is currently in talks with Michael Flynn and others about establishing martial law in all of the states that he lost in forcing a new election to happen. That's so fucked up. It's, it's not funny, even. I can't, I can't really think of any way to joke about that. He's taken enough shits on the Constitution, and now he's going to completely dismantle our electoral system? They already called the election, you dumb shit. <laughs> you fucking lost. The fact that he's even challenging the very system that got him elected in the first place is laughable. You got your chance, you had four years, you screwed us all over, and now the people have spoken. Go back to your old job, having celebrities come up with marketing tactics for Subway and deciding between firing Meatloaf and Gary Busey. 
We've had enough of the abuse from this guy. It's really become too much. I don't know what's going to happen there. I can't act like I do, but I can tell you what I've heard. The professionals seem to think that it is uh, improbable that the dude is going to be able to pull this shit off, but it's not completely impossible, I don't think. Michael Flynn isn't exactly the best person to go to for advice when you're the president of the United States, but at the same time, Trump will lend his ear to anyone who proves themselves a loyalist. You let little little pimp come up there and say something stupid. Lil Wayne showed his loyalty too. Why? To get out of his gun charge from 2019? That's, that's why. Did it work? No. No, it didn't. Trump doesn't do shit, but at the same time when he does, he does it the worst way possible. But the clock is ticking, and I hope we get away from this dude for good. I can't stand him anymore. I'm, I'm 24 and have gray hairs because of this guy. No more talk of him for the rest of the show, okay? From here. I took a survey to see what people think about politics on this show, and so far they're saying not to get rid of it completely, but keep it to a minimum. And now that the election is over, I think that's going to be easier to do until Joe Biden gets into office, and then we can make fun of all the gaffes he's going to most likely supply us with. The, the dude is a walking America's funniest home video. Oh, sorry, I just, um, I had to deal with something for a second. One of, a, a family member's pet is not doing so well. So that's, that's really upsetting. But what was I saying about Joe Biden? Right, the dude is a walking America's funniest home video. <laughs> he is. So you can't, you can't, de you can't deny that no matter what side you're on. Okay, like he is. Okay, no more Trump and Biden from here on unless some Karens say something later in the episode. This past weekend, I tried to avoid most current events other than the uh, news of a mutated version of COVID in Britain. My mom texted me about it and I didn't even realize that there are flights coming from Britain here to New York. So that's really alarming and Seems like we're going to have even more of a problem on our hands. The vaccine is being rolled out. The Moderna version has been approved as well, and the frontline workers are first in line, with exceptions for politicians who are getting a lot of shit for cutting the line, while there's plenty of other people who need the vaccine and are more at risk. I know, they're lawmakers, so they're important. But yesterday I was thinking about all the delivery drivers that go house to house interacting with all kinds of people, aren't able to stay home because of the nature of their job, they're doing things for us, getting our food, making sure we can eat without having to expose ourselves to COVID, but where's their pr protection from COVID? They're up there with essential workers, they are essential workers, and they're suffering heavily in all of this. So make sure you show your delivery drivers some appreciation when they bring your meals. They're risking a lot to make an unfair wage just to like, just to, you know, just to do that. And it's, it's upsetting. Like, fuck the lawmakers that the delivery people are doing more for me and people I know than the government. What happened to the stimulus checks? They went from a single $1,200 payment which was already underwhelming to people who need to pay rent and eat and continue to live, to now a single $600 payment. 
which is pretty much a middle fucking finger to the struggling Americans out there if you ask me. They really screwed us all in this one. They made us wait for like six months while the two sides had a pissing match and they came to the worst fucking agreement in history. This country is a failure. I'm sorry. And, and you have things like how the government is paying out small business loans to people like Kanye fucking West, who then go and pocket that money for themselves while actual small businesses are shutting their doors every day. But regular American people are led on and jerked around again by both sides, wondering if they're ever going to get any sort of assistance in not becoming homeless or not starving to death. American healthcare is so expensive. So, so like, so that what, what do people do with, without coverage if they, if they get COVID? They're completely screwed. No one's helping them. We, we're being played, and the country is only safely inhabitable for the wealthy elite. And that's a problem that needs to be resolved if anyone other than them is going to be able to thrive. Okay, so that's, that's the news part of this show. We can now move on from the COVID news and on to something else. I was watching 90 Day Fiance and getting angry at these ridiculous people. There's this one couple. The, uh, the guy is breaking COVID travel restrictions to get, some, get through some ridiculous loophole to go see his fiance, potentially putting, I don't know how many, multiple people at risk just, just to rush into some marriage to someone he barely knows. How selfish and stupid can you possibly be? How stupid can you possibly be? What's the deal with 90 Day Fiance? There you go. Like, I know, I know people who haven't seen their significant other in almost a year. Almost a fucking year. And they're struggling through it. But they don't want to get anyone they care about hurt. They're making it work somehow. It's painful. But dude, like it's not like they live in a different state. This is like you're going to a whole different country, dude. And the fact that TLC just stands by, not only stands by, but encourages it and capitalizes off of what this guy is doing is frankly pretty disgusting. It just shows how low they're willing to stoop in order to get those ratings. Have you seen how many shows about fat people and pregnant kids that they have on that network? Those people need help. They need actual assistance. And all TLC does is give them a small amount of money, shove some cameras in their fat faces, and rake in the cash from the recordings of these people suffering. There's other couples on, the, on this show that are pretty entertaining to watch. This one dude, Brandon, he has these overbearing pa parents who he lives with. And he's, he's like 26, 27, I want to say. And they won't let him sleep in the same room as, as his fiance. They literally won't let the dude smash. He's 26. He's an adult, man. They ask all these kinds of questions about birth control and make the girl super uncomfortable. It makes me so glad I don't live with my parents. They butt into everything and make it impossible to live your life the way you want to. So I feel for this dude. I really do. Dude should be allowed to smash, in my opinion. That's the takeaway from this rant. My dude Brandon should be allowed to smash. I don't know, man. The whole show must exist just to frustrate people. 
But definitely check it out. Definitely. Sunday nights from 8 to 10, 90 Day Fiancé on TLC. It's worth it. I tried the McRib a few days ago. I just thought I would discuss this since it's back and they're really pushing it like it's a pill from Big Pharma or something. I've been seeing ads for it on Twitter nonstop and the pictures in the ad look delicious. I can't lie about that. So I ordered it because how bad could it be? Well, well, let me tell you, the McRib is probably the worst fucking tasting fast food I've ever tried in my entire fucking life. It should not be legal. It shouldn't be allowed. Why are they selling this? It's not okay. Dude, the McRib is so bad, it doesn't even taste like meat. It doesn't even taste like imitation meat. It just tastes like some leftover garbage meat that was at the bottom of the pink slime blender or whatever they use. I understand why they get rid of it every year, so stop fucking bringing it back. Please, no more. It was so bad that it had me questioning if I should quit meat and go vegan forever. I wanted no part of this. But, but I had to finish it because I paid for it. I wasn't just going to not eat my meal. So I forced it down. Well, most of it. And I'd never felt more in my life like I was eating roadkill than in that very moment right there. If I had to give it a rating, I would say 1 out of 10. It was horrible. It was fucking rancid. I hope they get rid of it for good. I really do. That shit does not need to exist in this world. It needs to go. Please get rid of it, McDonald's. I'm gonna start a petition and never bring it back ever again. Fuck the McRib. I'm saying that here. Speaking of meats, I've been getting into meats a little bit more. I, I started with really enjoying prosciutto. Then I got a craving for a turkey with gravy. Then I wanted some beef brisket. Then I got ribs a bunch of times. Made my first steak, which turned out amazing. Poured some A1 sauce all over that, which some people argue ruins the steak. Which to you people, I'm sorry for offending you, but that's just the way I like it. This meat phase is concerning certain people in this household, but I don't really plan on stopping. My body was begging for this. I'd been avoiding beef and most meats for a while until around Thanksgiving and everything changed and I couldn't handle the vegan life anymore. I, I was probably deprived of iron, which is not good, but now we're figuring all that out and getting enough iron and hopefully that will be a good thing. There's just something about a good rack of beef ribs that makes me so happy. I had these huge ones, massive, with like so much meat on them, I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And the meat came right off the bone. Absolutely perfect. The vegan life is impossible and full of suffering. That's why they have to talk about it all the time. They want you to know what they're going through, but don't want to admit how much they hate their own existence for it. It's really funny, but also annoying, and now that I've lived the lie, I understand it a little better. It's only gravitated me towards eating meat even more. Vegans always have this need to let us know, or like tell us how to eat. Don't let them. If you like eating meat, eat meat. Don't overdo it, but you really don't have to listen to those, those plant preachers. So I say don't overdo it, though, because... Cows do produce a lot of methane, and if you care about the environment, 
That's a big stinky uh, polluting issue with beef farms and also the Jersey Turnpike, if you've ever taken a breath while driving on that. I've been watching a lot more ghost TV shows, like Unexplained Moments Caught on Camera. I think it's called something like that on the Travel Channel. It's, it's a really riveting show. I want to see every single episode. They have ghost sightings, poltergeists, uh, aliens, demons, all types of stuff caught on, caught on video. And it makes me wonder if the things I experience in my own home are spirits or entities of some sort. Like, here, here's why I say this. Susie, my cat, runs around in Mark's territory and gets very insecure for no reason at all, sniffing around and acting like there's another cat there that she's competing against. And we've lived here for a while, I would say the majority of her life, and she knows by now that she's the only cat. One day I'm sitting with her and the guinea pigs, and I see, a, I see like what looks like a cat with its glowing night vision eyes in the doorway. And Susie sees it too, and then it runs away. And then when I lay down on the bed, I feel a cat jump up onto the bed and walking around me. So I check, and Susie's in the other room, and I'm sitting here wondering, is this a ghost cat or something? Okay, um, sorry, there was some technical difficulties at this point of the podcast, and you will see that I get very angry for a little bit. So here we go. So when I lay down on the fucking bed, I feel a cat jumping up onto the bed and walking fucking around me. I check and Susie is in the other fucking room. So, so what the fuck is this? I'm sitting here wondering. Is, is this a ghost cat? Because, because it's creepy, but also like kind of cute. God, I completely fucking lost where I was. Like what I was saying. It's a cute fucking ghost cat, right? So... So I'm probably going to put up cameras and see if I can catch anything showing up. That'll be an interesting experiment. We'll also make it difficult to sleep if something is actually there. And If it is there, do I try to get it out or let it stay? I guess this is another episode of Alex Turns Into a Fucking Ghost Hunter. I should use my Spirit Box app more. I've used it everywhere I've lived to check out the ghost situation. Except for this apartment. I think I'm scared of what I might find. Okay, that's enough discussion of the paranormal for one episode. I'll hopefully have more information soon. I mean, like a family cat did just pass away a few months ago, very suddenly, and he was a good buddy. Uh, He was a good little friend of ours, and we always bonded really well, so I'm wondering if he made his way over here and was like, "Eh, I always wanted to live with you guys, and started haunting us. What else is going on in the world? GTA Online is down as of right now. That that update is balls, dude. Absolutely horrible. The game was running perfectly fine for years, for maybe eight years. It was fantastic. And then this, with this Cayo Perico heist update. No, I botched that. Cayo Perico heist update. They screwed everything up. Half the time I can't even get into the game, single or multiplayer, because of some server issues, and when I do get in, the frame rate is probably like two frames per second running like a Gumby and Pokey stop motion episode. I don't even want to play the new heist. I don't. I don't have the equipment for it. I, like in the, in the game, I have a computer. 
but I don't have like the the heist equipment. I don't really care because there's other shit I need to do in game first. Now this update is making doing all that shit impossible. Where's quality control when it comes to video game development? An update shouldn't render an eight year old game unplayable for fucking weeks. People put a lot of time and money into this game and you fucked them over with this update. Game developers never listen to their fan base. You know, their, their, their customers, the people who pay them money to make the games. Why push out an update if you know it's rushed and know it's going to break a bunch of people's games? I can't even get into single player mode anymore, dude. So I give this update by GTA, the Cayo Perico update, a 0 out of 10, a 0 out of 10. Because I can't even play it since the game developers didn't give enough shits to put out a stable product. I never thought that Activision would have more of their shit together than Rockstar Games, but they currently do. Black Ops Cold War barely has any problems anymore. It plays like a finished game. It can be boring at times, but that's like any game if you play it long enough where you prestige twice in a month. Activision, good job. My updated rating on Cold War is 8.5 out of 10. It's fun. It's playable. Just the one thing I don't like is how sometimes the mechanics feel a little clunky and slow uh, when compared to Modern Warfare's mechanics, which are much more fast-paced when they work. I'm not sure if that was to increase the realism of like being a human and getting tired and those types of things, but it's just a personal preference of mine. It's not a big deal. Game is still fun. Rockstar Games, get your shit together or no one will want to play your games anymore. No one will even know if they can play them. And I want to. I love GTA. I'm going to try to play after this. And it's gotten me through a lot of shit, including this pandemic. So fix your shit, Rockstar. Fix your shit, please. What else has been going on? I started uh, watching a lot of true crime documentaries this past week at the recommendation of some friends. I was drunk for one of the shows, but then we watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary series, and that was mind-blowing. I didn't realize how deep that whole thing went about him being gay and having to suppress that potentially being a factor in why he acted in the ways that he did. I won't spoil anything else, but you already know those parts of the story. That was all over the news. If you have Netflix, though, de definitely check it out. It's, a, uh, it's three episodes of Intensity. I also started watching the show Community, Community again. It's on Netflix. I've already watched the whole series twice, but this time I'm showing it to Ashley and she doesn't really like it so far. She thinks it's eh, meh. It's one of my favorite shows, especially because it, uh, I've been a Donald Glover fan since 2007 when he was only a YouTuber and still in college. It's a funny show. I don't know why she hates everything on TV except for The Office, New Girl, and 90 Day Fiance. We're working on it. I think if I show her a Christmas episode from every single show that I like, at least, like, one of those. One of those has to be enjoyable. Oh, what else, man? What else? I'm getting sick of wearing these fucking masks. I'm not gonna lie. I won't stop. Please wear masks. I am. Everyone I know is... 
but I'm still allowed to complain about it. It was fun at first. I felt like Darth Vader putting on those N95s on like that, but now, oh, oh God, it's such a pain. It irritates my face. I have this sore on the side of my mouth that looks like I got cut one too many times by a gogurt tube. We, we have to, we all have to sack up and get this vaccine when the time comes. I'm sick of the fucking masks. I'm sick of being separate from everyone, isolating. When do we, when do we get to go to Yankee games again? Music festivals. Actual fun shit that we used to do that I barely remember anymore. Like, when will I ever go to a karaoke bar ever again? What's the, what's the status on that? Um, bowling alleys used to be fun too. I can't do that anymore because of all the assholes that won't wear masks and won't get vaccinated. I know people in my own life who are pushing the anti-vax agenda, and it's frightening because at first I was starting to actually pay attention to what they were saying because they were playing into my fears and paranoias, but I'm realizing how important it is to weed out all the misinformation that we're being fed while the science is telling us to get this vaccine and wear masks to stop the spread. I know someone who, uh, from college whose Instagram account got deleted for spreading too much misinformation about the government. One day her shit just disappeared. But she was saying some really conspiracy-esque things that were pretty baseless and propagated by hardcore Trump supporters who don't actually align with traditional Republican values. They don't align with anybody. The real Republicans are getting this, this fucking vaccine. Marco Rubio got it. Mitt Romney's getting it, if he hasn't already gotten it. And he's a Mormon. That dude could easily do religious exemption, but he didn't. I want to get out of this situation that we're in. I want to get back to some sort of normal life. I want to go out and see people again without having to be paranoid. I want to see my family who I literally have not seen in a fucking year. Right before this pandemic, I signed with a booking agency. Guess how many shows are available right now? Fucking zero. You assholes who won't follow the mandates. I want to get back to work, motherfuckers. I want my life back. I want to go to Six Flags. Six fucking flags. When do I get to ride King to Ka again? I want to take selfies with Wonder Woman. I want to, I, like, I can't do that because of this pandemic. Wear a mask. Get your vaccines. Stop acting like you're so important that the government is trying everything to gain control of your life specifically. They control everything anyways. Why not knock this virus out for good? Don't be a part of the problem. Besides, besides, vaccines have been around since what? Polio? Measles? Mumps? Those things? There'd be still thousands of people dying every year from those terrible illnesses if we didn't have these vaccines. But we do have them. We've been using them for a very long time. The technology is even more improved than before. And it's meant to stop a pandemic. What more do you want? Yeah, of course the ingredients aren't some simple shit like kale, but this is serious shit. I had to think about it for a couple weeks, do my research, debate with Ashley for hours, but after all that, I've come to the conclusion that as soon as it's available for me, I'm going to take that fucking vaccine, and I'm going to get my life back from this stupid thing that's taken a year of my time and make my hairs turn gray. The only thing is I'm deathly afraid of needles, and that's something that I have to find a way to get through.
They need to find a better delivery method, which is less terrifying than that. Someone needs to modernize the shot. Like making it a patch that absorbs into your skin. Similar to in Jimmy Neutron with the sick patches, but instead they get you better from being sick. Okay, that's enough, uh, that's enough vaccine talk, but seriously, be careful what you say about the virus online because Instagram and Twitter and Spotify and Facebook's fact checkers will erase you from existence. That is some scary 1984-ass shit, but it's happening. Anyways, speaking of uh, internet shit, it's time to check out on what I now call the web corner with some public freakouts from Reddit, some Karens, some advice for some people who may or may not indeed be the asshole. We're changing it up. We've been doing relationship advice for too long. I think too many podcasts do that. We got to differentiate ourselves here. And let's give some people the advice on whether or not they're assholes later in this episode. All right, let's do that. So, Karens. We got to see what's going on with the Karens. Oh, I love you, Karen. Oh, stuck up white ladies ruling the world and taking out everyone in sight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, oh. That's my, um, you remember when Hannah Montana used to have those, um, I've been shitting in porta potties long before anyone paid me to. I didn't do it to be cool. I didn't do it because I was desperate. I just liked it. Not a single window to tame my thoughts. No fresh air contaminated my experience. Just me sitting there, marinating in the stench of my own poo. What is life? Who is this voluptuous mass of water and land that we call Earth? Does she breathe when we do? If we talk to her, will she listen? Uh-oh. It looks like we're out of TP. No TP. No problemo. Alright, alright, alright. Those segues, and it's just Miley Cyrus going, oh, 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 oh yeah, 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 Miley, what do you mean you put cocaine up your ass? Ah, that's the laugh track. That was a good show. I like Tan Montana. Thank you. Like, I'm just trying to make sure people are coming up to me like, you're putting me at risk. It's a goddamn thrift store, people. It's a thrift store. This is like, I take the risk if there's nasty ass shit on here. So why are you in the thrift store? If, why are you in the thrift store? If there's nasty ass shit in there. And if you actually think that. Dude, everyone's wearing a mask around you. I don't understand why you're the chosen one. No, you won't. That has never happened. That hasn't happened yet. I'm quite confident that hasn't happened. 
You've done your job all by telling me I'm supposed to have a mask on, but I'm also not legally required to have a mask on. The proper etiquette would be, are you medically exempt? Yes, I am. Okay, thank you, ma'am. And I go about my business, and I'll stay six feet away just to keep everyone happy. Well, it still does. It's also still logical and decent. It's still logical and decent. No, it's logical and decent to protect yourself and the other people around you with a scientifically proven mandate that you're supposed to be following. I, oh. She not going to take the vaccine? <clears throat> she looks like she's not going to take it. <laughs> I, I, I would put, I would bet on that, that she's an anti. Treating people? I've been walking through the store and two people have come up to me. I haven't done anything. I've been walking through the store and all, all these people want to, Tell me that I gotta wear a mask. I'm wearing a mask my whole life. It's the smile I put on every day. <laughs> you were following me through the store, like within my six foot bubble. Yeah, you. I have no problem telling you to fuck you. Like that's, I think it's indecent for you to tell me I can't shop here. For me to tell you, off when you keep you harassing me, it's normal you behavior. You got it around your neck. You to put it on. I've been wearing this for like two years. This isn't even a mask. This is just so you're prepared, but no. I'm kidding. Just a It's a plan. It's all a plan. No, I'm kidding. Spotify, please don't, please don't censor me. That was a joke. This is a comedy podcast. That was a joke. No. Like, I don't have to, I don't, I don't legally have to, I don't logically have to. I sure hope they don't. That's, that's disgusting. That's the behavior that you, this is a thrift store. Like, my mind is fucking blown. It doesn't matter. How does it not matter? This is disgusting stuff that we all know we probably have to go home and sanitize before COVID. Because it's just fucking disgusting. It's like funny how she's standing right in the center of the store and everyone is just avoiding her. Like there's just a huge gap just like around where she is. No one will stand near the unmasked scary person. And now all of a sudden we're like, oh, if we have a mask on, then we're safe from the germs in here? I don't know. No, I cannot. That is a whole goddamn point. Hey, I'm you all completely like It's okay. You just. Okay, then shop on Amazon. Shop on Amazon. You, you, and then you can't go shopping. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. If you can't follow the, the dress code, which, you know, is there to, like I said, protect people. Then, then have somebody else do your shopping for you that is willing to put on the mask and protect everyone around them. And not be selfish. What's this one? Oh, those are nice, cute little Christmas stockings on the wall there. Hi. Oh, it's Starbucks. Oh, can you, what? Do you need to have a mask on to order? Um, is there a law? You know, this lady's been into like 50 different establishments and had this same exact problem and had the same interaction. That's why she's recording. She, when she was walking up to the, up, up to the front desk to order. 
because she was coming prepared for a fight. You only start recording with your phone if you know something's going to happen. That's why this is just so cringe when they do this. Because you're just, you're making yourself look like a fool. You are literally videotaping yourself being an absolute prick. And everyone now is going to see it. Well, the thing is, I have a medical exemption, so... You can barely even say, I have a medical exam, exam, I have a medical exam, uh, is that, is that what it, medical exam, exam, exemption, uh, mm, no. Oh, I can't wear a mask, my doctor says not to. I have the exemption in my bag, if you want to see it. I refuse to take your... I see, the thing is, I just want to warn you that if you refuse... What is your name? I don't have to give you a name. Well, is there a manager I could speak with who's in charge of this? Okay. I can take your order. Great, thank you. I appreciate it. See, she actually knows the law. You are not... I don't have to take your order. That's fine. You don't have to, but someone does. Because it's um, it's against law to discriminate, harass, or intimidate me. And I don't appreciate what you just did there. So I'm just letting you know that you're in the wrong. And you could be held personally responsible. So, great. Or you can just wear a mask because, you know what? You should be held personally responsible for the way you're endangering everyone around you with your fucking germs that nobody wants, okay? You don't have the right to spew your fucking shit out to the world. You don't. You don't have that right. Where on the Constitution does it say right to infect? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm happy to give you my order. My mom's order, actually. It's a Trenta green iced tea. Green iced tea. Trenta? I'm sweetened. Okay. Thank and I would like a small hot coffee, and we'll be paying for them separately. Uh, guess what? I just got harassed. So I don't feel safe here. So I have the letter in my pocket. It, you know what? She. I don't feel safe here. I hate that fucking excuse. Literally was like, you can't have it, and I'm not having that. So I don't give. A hoot about you not caring about recording. I know my rights and like they got pushed and so I'm pushing back. Okay. So I'm being I was refused right. service. Oh, this isn't a Karen, this is a Kevin. At a Yorble and a Trader Joe's because I asked somebody to wear a mask and they will not ask anyone to wear a mask. Okay. Uh, so this is like the reverse. He's enforcing it. He's enforcing the mask. He's going. <laughs> he's going Tom Cruise on them. Around. You can be in. You can be in your Belinda Trader Joe's and not wear a mask. In fact, if you tell somebody to wear a mask, they will kick you out. Just like they're doing right now. They're actually calling the police on me right now because I asked this lady to wear a mask. They actually touched me and forced me out. But I walked back in because I said, fuck this. Fuck this. This fucking store. Fuck that fucking lady. Fucking unreal. The worst it's ever fucking been. 
like I get I get what he's doing. I do. I don't think this is the way to go about it. Um I I mean, I don't know what is the proper way to go about asking somebody to put on a mask just because that's something they should feel obligated to do to to um you know, for other people because they're doing it for them. So it's just like you don't have that courtesy. You have no empathy. You don't care about anyone. You're just not going to wear the mask. Like, okay, well, well, you're just a bad person then. <laughs> the worst it's ever been. And you guys don't tell people to wear masks. We have to leave. unreal. It's unreal. This is crazy. They're calling. They're calling. All I did was yeah, ask her to wear a mask. We asked you to leave, man. Thank you. I just said, all I said is, you're not no, going to wear a mask? We don't record in the store. Thank you. I mean, you can't stop me from recording in the store. Uh, we can't actually. Oh, yeah. Are you doing it right now? Because you can't. God, people are unreal. Yeah, I don't know why they're not just telling the lady to put on a mask. Where is this? Because that's like... That's fucked up. Trader Joe's should should be in trouble for that. They wouldn't... Trader Joe's here in the city would not let that fly. They would fucking throw you out by your shoulders, by your, what are your underarms if you didn't wear a mask in there. Fucking gun you down in there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Trader Joe's is anti-guns. <laughs> I think. I think. They had those racist dishes a while ago, but that has nothing to do with guns. Are guns racist? Maybe. Maybe. Are guns racist? Coming up after this. <laughs> Worst it's ever been. And you don't give a fuck. Yo, so I'm over here setting up a new board, and I'm giving my old board and my old wheels to these kids and these people are saying that we're pedophiles for giving the kids free stuff to skate and they're calling the police on us because he gave them a free pair of shoes and i gave them some stickers and some free gear they're saying thank you because they're psyched on the free stuff and you guys are calling the police and calling us pedophiles. I'm a pedophile for giving kids. How do I know? How do I know? And they're skaters. They're just, they're literally just giving the kids some skate gear that they don't want anymore. Because they don't, they don't, they don't need the shit that they're giving away. They don't need it. I would do that too if I, like, got, like, a new skateboard and someone's like, hey, like, can I have your old one? Yeah, yeah, sure, kid. I don't need it. Here you go. Be safe. And that's that. What, is, what does that have to do with abducting? I would understand if it was an abduction in, in action, then, then like he's not taking them anywhere. They're in a public place. There's a bunch of kids. Their parents are there. What the fuck? New stuff to skate. I'm giving them to skate. Yeah, the kids even like you didn't even touch us. They're like, why? Why is the lady not listening to the kids? Don't you think they would say like, yeah, he's a creep? But no, they're like, you didn't even, you didn't even fucking touch us. Because I haven't, and now that makes me a pedophile. Yeah, 
What are you talking? You've never skateboarded a day in your life. Have you ever been to the skate park? I'm here every day. I grew up skating here. When you skateboard and the older people skate, they have shit stuff. I'm giving them free stuff for free. Okay, do I look like a pedophile? If I was a pedophile, why would I why would I sit right here with my trunk open with you right here? I'm about to go skate. What are you talking about? I'm giving them stuff to skate. I'm a professional skateboarder. I have free shit. I'm just this lady, this is like a typical case of I can't mind my own business. <laughs> this is like, what are you doing? Like, you, like you're not doing this for the greater good. You're doing this because you just want to, like, get somebody in trouble. No, they don't. I want to know what hardships Karens have that they go through. I want to know what it is that makes them like this. Their husbands not love them, They're divorced, their kids hate them, they get kicked out of their book club for doing too much oxycodone, I don't know. You guys sound insane, you guys sound insane, you sound ridiculous. Yeah, go for it, I'm not, they're literally saying thank you, I'm skateboarding, it doesn't matter, okay, who cares, they don't have stuff. You guys are crazy. So did, you, did you guys feel uncomfortable by me giving you shit? Did that make you feel weird? No. It's because you guys don't skate. You guys don't skate. You guys don't understand. I'm not a pedophile. You're calling me a pedophile because I'm giving kids fucking shit. I'm giving back to the community. Okay, that's cool. But I'm not a pedophile. Why is she like smirking? She like loves doing this. You can tell she does this type of shit all the time. It's it's fucking disgusting. To the community. Okay, that's awesome. But you can talk to me. You don't have to call the police on me and call me a pedophile. You can't give. You don't. Yes, I can. You can't give kids stuff. Um. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a rule. I mean, if it's like, here, come in, you can have this if you come in my house. Yeah, then that's fucked up. But they're at the skate park. The kids are getting ready to skate. He's like, do you want this stuff? They're like, yeah. And that's it. That's it. They're, the kids' parents are there. They know. They're watching. So what? is the problem. These aren't your kids. That's the funniest part, is she's not even involved. She has, like, no... Like, she doesn't have kids that are in the group that, that got the skate stuff. She's not, like, related at all to any of these people. But she's still doing this. Like some Xanax out Chris Hansen <laughs> wannabe. <laughs> What do you mean I'm grooming them? That you sound crazy. They're not even supposed to talk to you. What do you mean? They came up to me. They came up to me. Yes, they did. And I was like, yo, do you guys want some wheels? I just, I just put on new wheels and I gave them my old wheels. I put on a new board and I gave them my old board. We came up to them. You came, they came up to me and I gave them my old shit. 
Okay, that's cool. Okay, awesome. They're not little ass kids. I mean, they're calling me a pedophile because I gave them a new board and some wheels. This is a skate culture. You have no idea what you're talking about. They're not straight. They're not What are you talking about? I've known them for four months. They're not Skate here every day. I've known them for four months. not a pedophile. I know what pedophiles, they befriend kids, I know, what, what, how do you, you obviously don't know how to find one, okay, you wouldn't know how to, I want to see this lady do what the, the predator catcher people do, she just runs in a stop and shop and points at like the first person that's standing next to a kid, you, I'm calling the police, I understand what you're saying, but you don't even come and talk to me. You just call me a pedophile and call the police. No, you called me a pedophile. You didn't even come and talk to me. Like, dude. Oh my god, this is so ridiculous. I skate here every day. What the? What are you talking about? Dude, that is, uh, ugh. That's so cringe. Oh my god, that's just like, how, how is that even real? Alright, I got a couple more before we go into this, um, Am I the Asshole on Reddit. Big battle of the Karens. Right off the bat, both of them start flexing their social medias saying that they're going to post each other on TikTok. Uh, they then announce that they both have pepper spray. I mean, of course they do. <laughs> My favorite part, though, about this clip has to be the fact that the lady standing outside the vehicle filming says that she's going to call the police. Let's take a look. And you park like an idiot. You've been reported. Oh, I already reported you too, baby. Let's see. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. so she put my life at risk and my child's life at risk. You've been posted all over Temecula Talk. So have you. And I wonder. I put you on Facebook. I got 10,000 followers I wonder on if I was a right black woman. I wonder man. if I was a black Have you guys noticed how when Karens engage in arguments with each other, they're like magnets? Instead of walking away, they choose to call emergency services, and you just know whoever's taking that call is face palming and thinking, oh god, not another Karen. Let me guess, you're both not in any real danger, and you're currently situated outside a Walmart. Sure. You're on Facebook, I got 10,000 followers on Twitter. I wonder if I was a black woman. Oh, here we go. What's your name? My name is in 480 Driveway, right there. Well, so, uh, you... Oh, it's crashing. Why is it oh, crashing? Nice. Oh, I, okay, so I have your permission to post this? Absolutely. Okay, great. That's Absolutely. really nice. Absolutely. This lady actually tries to fight the driver of a car that she hit. 
It turns out that she'd been driving under the influence of alcohol, uh, she seems visibly drunk, and not long afterwards the police arrive and place her under arrest. Oh, you can't hear that one. Oh, is that the Marigasm guy? The horse fucker? Okay, the video's not working, so we gotta, um, we gotta improvise here. My computer is being funky. It's being very funky. It's not good. It's no bueno. Anyways, anywho, any fuck. Um, Reddit. Reddit.com. Let's go to Am I the Asshole. not working oh my god am i the asshole for being mad at my computer <laughs> no i'm kidding that's not one of them that's me um here we go let me find it okay so this is the first time we've done an am i the asshole for a while Maybe like a year. <clears throat> so here we go. Am I the asshole for cutting a family vacation short because my mother-in-law said a slur? My husband and I recently were supposed to spend a week at his family's beach house. Mother-in-law and I have had a horrible relationship to the point I have never seen her interact with my kids. We pretty much ignore each other, but I love the rest of the family. My 12-year-old son has come out as bi to his father and I and one of his aunts, but he isn't ready to tell anyone else, and I respect that. Mother-in-law has this male friend of 30-something years, and he came by because he was in the neighborhood. I think she invited him because she is like a teenage girl who can't stand family time without one of her friends. He was laying on the couch and mother-in-law asked him to move so she could sit. He refused, so she flopped down on him. She lays on him like that all the time, but father-in-law doesn't care, so I have no idea. He made a joke about, be careful or you're going to pop one of those silicon tits, and made another comment about her. at her age, he would not want to see them without the silicon, and M.I.L. called him a homophobic slur beginning with an F. My son immediately looked to me and looked upset. I went in the other room and he followed and said how upset he was, and how he didn't want to be around her. I was fine with that, and I couldn't tell my husband... Er, sorry, and I could tell my husband was pretty disappointed, but he backed him, and we ended up leaving. Mother-in-law didn't care, but my other two sons were upset. Thought, though we talked about it in the car, my 10-year-old felt like he was being punished for what mother-in-law said. Sister-in-law figured out why we left and told me that I wasn't doing him any favors, and that I was being unfair for, to the rest of the family. So, am I the asshole? No. No, she said she, you can't just use the F word, the F-A-G word, like, like willy nilly, especially, especially around members of the LGBTQ community. You should remove that word from your vocabulary just in general. Like, geez, the last time one of my family members called somebody that, oh. It was disgusting. So, no, you're not. You're not the asshole. 
and everyone else seems to have come to that same conclusion that like the mother-in-law is the asshole here. You did the right thing. You stood up for your son's honor. You're supporting your kid. That's not that's not an asshole in my book. That's a good parent. So, you should be should be proud of yourself. I'm giving you a Reddit award. Receive the gold award. Yes. Give. Boom. You did it. You won gold. Congratulations. <laughs> Not the asshole. Anyways, man. Um, oh, I gotta, I gotta eat something. Check on GTA. Hopefully it's working. If not, Rockstar Games, get your shit together, please. Okay? Like, I love you. But at the same time, I hate you. And, you know, that that's just something that you and me are gonna have to get through together. And to everyone else, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you, even the ones that listen to me just out of hatred. I appreciate you as well. And I love you very much, all of you. I'll talk to you in a couple of days with a holiday special. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'll figure something out. And uh, yeah, so I'll see you then. All right. Much love. Everybody, short news podcast. I'll see you later. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it. <laughs>